And the, and the theme of today is uh, I want to teach about the four bases of spiritual strength or power, and in the Pali language they're called the four itibadas. And I think you all have a handout in front of you. And itibada is a component term composed of the word power, which is idi, or in, in Sanskrit it's siddhi, power or potency. And that's often referred to uh, also as like what's called the psychic powers. You know, if, if uh, people can do some so-called supernatural feats like walking through walls or walking on water or so on, it's often referred to as cities. But uh, you know, that's just one way of speaking about these powers. But the most powerful and the most important, you know, strength to develop is, is the capacity of letting go, really, and those cities or idis, they can be actually a, a sidetrack, you know. If people have a lot of that happening in their practice, they often get very fascinated by that, and then spending lifetimes, you know, getting lost in the pride about this. So for us, it's really about getting to know the self, and through getting to know it, to letting go of it. And the word... Pada means potency or base, basis. So it's, you know, a system of speaking about how we can harness our energy in order to manifest our deepest aspiration, our heart wish. You know, if we don't know what that is, we really can't harness our energy in the right way because we're going to constantly, you know, get lost in doubt and, you know, frittering away our energy by, you know, trying this and trying that. And whenever it gets difficult, you know, we just put it down and try another one because what we are really after is pleasant feeling. And and that's not going to lead anywhere very much, you know. But then most people have done, have done that long enough. There is like a, a willingness, you know, to to really go deeper and find out what is my real heart wish, what do I want to do with this life. And I think we're going to speak about that today. And um, also I just want to mention that, you know, any experience in our lives can be used for practice because, you know, any phenomena whatsoever displays the three characteristics which are considered, you know, the three Dhamma gates through which we can step out of conditioning into the way things truly are, and this is impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and emptiness or not self. You know, all phenomena display those three characteristics. This glass of water, or the beautiful arrangement of flowers, or my body, or the trees out there, or, you know, even, you know, the climate emergency right now, which we are all in, all of those phenomena, small and large, and everything in between, they all yield liberation as their essence, because they all display those phenomena. And in order, you know, to really benefit from that truth, we need to harness our energy and turn it towards experience so we can discern very clearly what's really happening under the surface. And if we really do that, and if we really make that a priority in our lives, we'll have a fruit from that, you know. And the fruit is uh, 
liberation from constricting patterns of thinking and, <coughs> and speaking and, and acting, really. And, you know, this list of the four Itipada is just like another one of these countless lists in the Theravada teaching. And, you know, there are so many different ways how this practice can be presented, and that's just one way. <coughs> and it kind of, you know, integrates very well with the, all the other lists as well, and I'll go into that a bit later. So, I just want to actually ask also, is there anybody here who has never meditated before? Is there anybody here who has meditated, you know, maybe about three months only? So just to get an idea of... So it looks like, you know, you all have a basic understanding of meditation, which is great. And... Yeah, so because I was saying, you know, this is one of the many lists in the teaching, you know, which we can use to contemplate our practice and to contemplate our mind, to contemplate our lives. And in the Theravada presentation of the teaching, there, you know, the central collection of uh, teachings is called the 37 Bodhibhakya Dhammas or the 37 requisites to awakening or to enlightenment, and I just want to quickly kind of read out the headers, just that you get a little orientation here. The first one, most well-known one probably, are the four foundations of mindfulness, which we have all heard about this. That's the template, you know, for meditation in the Buddha's teaching in all three schools, you know, Theravada, Mahayana, and Vajrayana. And then the four right efforts, and then the four roads to power, which we are speaking about today, the Itipada, and then the five faculties, and then the five strengths, then the seven factors of enlightenment, and the Noble Eightfold Path. So that's uh, the main lists. And in those, there are one, two, three, four, there are seven lists. As, a, you know, as the central teachings and the Itipada are one of those seven and in almost in, in six out of those seven lists effort and energy is featuring so because without energy you know we can't really go anywhere with our practice so energy is very very central very important and at different times you know we have to harness our energy into different patterns because, you know, there is different needs at different points of the journey. Sometimes the energy needs to be very forceful and sometimes the energy needs to be rather like embracing and gentle and allowing and everything in between. And these four roads to power are a template for that, you know, to understand what kind of energy is appropriate for what situation and for what... uh, you know, point on the journey. So I, I found it a quite helpful teaching, and uh, you know, it's it's quite timeless. So we can totally find that in our daily lives if we know how to look. And that's what I would like to share with you. 
you know, in the morning speaking more like about the canonical presentation of it and then in the afternoon, you know, bringing it into my own experience and sharing that with you and then maybe also you can respond, you know, and looking into your own life where you have met those different applications of energy because you all have. And and then seeing, you know, which sides of the equation we need to strengthen and which side, you know, we need to maybe loosen up around a little bit. And that can help us, you know, to uh, find more balance in our practice. And balance is, you know, a very central capacity for the path because it's called the middle way, you know, not getting stuck on either side of extreme, but coming to the middle and holding both sides at the same time, you know, and knowing what's required in the moment. And this template of the four Itipadas can help us, you know, at different points of the journey to get a better idea about where we are and what's required. (coughs) So I think that's the little overview I wanted to share with you. And then I also mention it again, the day is in noble silence, you know, as an opportunity for us to conserve energy, actually, for the practice. You're not required, you know, to do any socializing. It's a, it's not a, like a commandment, you know, that you get a, um, punished if you speak or anything, but it's just like seeing it as a, as a great uh, opportunity to just turn inwards because that's where we need to look first, you know. Because we really need to start to understand what we are bringing to our experience, what we are adding on top of experience, and how ingrained, you know, some of those patterns are. And it really needs a certain stability of mind in order to, you know, be able to discern that. And noble silence is a great support for that. So, so let's just start with a just with a sit 